Getty like on the mark. Wobbly man stuff on the mark. Every good side has a good captain, Mark Bickley. Here we go, Mark Bickley. Okay, I'm ready to go. Travis Handy is the Australian cricket team's most valuable player. Oh, on the mark, for sure. I, I just thought uh, he's been phenomenal. See, it, it, there's almost that turning point where he got dropped in the first test in India, whatever that was, 18 months ago. I'm no give or take a couple of months. But from that moment on, he's just been – he's played with freedom. He's a, he's a game changer. He can score quickly, and he's just been phenomenal. So uh, – Yep, right now, most definitely. Richmond should sign Alex Rance to their rookie list. Do you want to repeat that? Richmond should sign Alex Rance to their rookie list. Do you want to have another go at it? Richmond. <laughs> Doesn't he play for, isn't he coaching at the, the Gold Coast? The Gold Coast, Coast <laughs> should sign Alex <laughs> I gave you a couple of chances, mate. I gave you some chances. <laughs> no, wait. Wait, is that – no, Richmond should sign uh, – Ale- is that off the mark? The Gold Coast yeah. should sign Alex Rance. No, um, <laughs> that's off the mark. Look, at the moment, he's only part-time. He, he's doing uh, two days a week, I think, uh, and I think that suits where he's at. He's one of these guys that doesn't live and breathe footy, and you know that's why he retired pretty much at the peak of his powers uh, when he could have still played a bit longer. He's come back because he loves the culture, he loves the leadership side of it. He's happy to give two days a week. I'm just not sure if you said to him, "Oh, look, there's a chance you might be able to play. You're fit enough to play, but you've got to train five days a week." It just wouldn't happen. He's 34. I reckon they should do it. I reckon he'd be handy, but it's not oh. about me. Teams yeah, going to say, "I'm the Jared," is it? <laughs> Teams bidding for recruits in the draft is a waste of time knowing the bid will be matched. It's an interesting one, this one. I, look, I think it's off the mark because what you are doing is you are forcing a team to pay market value. So if you don't bid and it just gets further and further and further down the draft, then that that, that team, let's say Hawthorne, with Will McCabe, let's say no one bids because they say, oh, Hawthorne are going to match anyway. They end up getting him for, for pick 40 or pick 30, where he really is a first-round But pick. who cares? So, isn't isn't that then like they're, they're worried more about what other teams would do apart from what they're doing? Well, what you're saying is it, it's bringing integrity to the draft. So you're saying we want him. Adelaide wanted to take him or I think North Melbourne bid on him or St Kilda or whoever it was. We are happy to take him because he's still there and we think in our order he's there. And so that forces Hawthorne to pay market value for him. So that's the way it works. Now, the draft could and I think should change because you look at Gold Coast Suns last night. They had three first-round picks right from their academy. What people are suggesting that should happen is you can't so, – so Gold Coast traded away all their high picks – so they got all these points, so the points can pay for these young men. Um, what some people are suggesting is you have to have a pick in the round of the draft that you're taking the player. So, okay. for example, Jeb Walter, he's a first-round pick. You can't use pick 35, 36, 38, 41, 52, 55. You have to have a first-round pick to get Jeb Walter. Now, if you then want to get uh, – who was the next guy? Ethan Sharp or someone – and he's in the first round as well. Well, guess what, Gold Coast? You have to have another first-round pick 
to grab him as well. So you either have to bring your future pick forward, you have to trade a player away to get another first-round pick, but you can't just pick up three first-round picks with a conglomeration of points that you've just been able to amass. All right, let's keep on going. We've got to uh, skip through these ones as fast as we can. Uh, India are the world champs of something inflating attendance numbers. They said 120,000 were at Narendra Modi, but there were 92,453. Yeah, marking them with a fork as they walk in. <laughs> Four at a time. If all of the kids are decent, North Melbourne could be building to multiple flags. Uh, off the mark. They, they, they're never all decent. And, and what, what we know is they've probably got six midfielders. They can't all play. So what they're hoping is you take six really good ones and you'll get depth and you'll get three crackers probably. Off the top of your head, because we didn't answer it before, when are they playing finals? I think three years still away. The Redbacks are winless in the Marsh Cup, but the Shield is more important. On the mark, most definitely. And been a bit stiff. They've been close in all of their games, been in all of their games, but haven't won any. The Aussies winning was Australia's greatest ever cricket win. Greatest ever cricket. I'm happy to say it's the greatest ever cricket World Cup win. I think there's probably been better... Other, there's other wins. There's other wins in tests and mm-hmm. other things, I think. So that's off the mark. Mark Bickley believes he's being fashionable with his newly aggressive facial hair. Off the mark. The Adelaide 36 is coming back from 18 points at halftime on the weekend. Has saved CJ Bruton's coaching career for another week. <laughs> um, I can't say this with any certainty, but it, it certainly helps. <laughs> I wouldn't have liked to have been in his shoes if they had another half like the first and they lost by 36. That could have been very ugly. For anyone bagging the Crows recruiters, they'd look a little bit silly now after the incredible draft night. Um, the, the proof's still in the pudding. Uh, and you don't have to go back very far. Go back and look after they drafted Fisher Mackesy, and I bet you they were happy with what they did. Everyone's happy on draft night, but the proof will always be in the pudding, so I, I never go too early on celebrating draft picks. Pudding is overrated. <laughs> on the mark. Um, Port Adelaide's recruiting staff shouldn't invoice for the draft. <laughs> uh, actually, we... Sort of walk past Robbie Gray and and uh, some of the other West Port Adelaide guys that were there. Yeah. No, I didn't see Justin, but um, yeah, they they got one pick. I think it's in the sixties. It may come in a little bit. So uh, they're they're hoping they get it right because otherwise it's uh, it's going to be a long time between drinks. Harley Reid will win West Coast's best and fairest next year. Off the mark. Uh, this is a listener nomination. Actually, the very last one. This is from Josh from Aldinga Beach. Daniel Curtin's nickname should be Rod. <laughs> Love it. I'm going to send it. I'll send that to Tex right now because he's generally the, the nickname guy. If he gives someone a nickname, it generally sticks. So Rod Curtin, I like it. On the mark? On the mark. Very good addition. Thanks for your contribution. Next, we will head to Westlakes. Uh, we've got a bit of a, a crow's flavour coming up over the next 30 minutes. Charlie Edwards, not too far away, but we'll speak to Courtney Cramey from the AFLW next.